You're now tuned in to Views from the Chicks, a podcast discussing the correlation between life and music. Let's get on with the show. Come on. Good morning, good evening, good night. Welcome to Views from the Chicks. It's T, and I'm here with, and it's Joey, and I'm here with Quan is here. We all here. So yeah, how's everyone doing? Doing good, doing good. Yeah, Yeah, great, fantastic. Feeling good. It's the weekend, and uh, you know. Ready to just relax. Yes, and we're bit. drinking our wine today. We are drinking Moscato. Yes. Can can I just say, if there are any independently owned uh, wine makers or liquor companies that, you know, want to help sponsor a, a little engine that could, a.k.a. this podcast, we would be more than happy <laughs> more to than sip happy. on your products and shout you out. Hey, just saying. <laughs> yes, give us the libations, honey. Yes. Libations. Yes. Exactly. But before we hop into the episode, we want to give a shout out to some of our listeners. Joey, tell us, share something with us. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Well, we want to give a shout out to all of our listeners out there. Thank you guys for listening, subscribing, sharing with your friends, sending us really nice comments on what we're talking about. You guys have been engaging very well, and we encourage you guys to continue. So I do want to highlight a comment that we got. This was on our um, this was on our hip hop vegan episode mm. with Chef Aki. So Dope. someone did comment, and her username. This is on SoundCloud, by the way. Her name is Vegan voc- Vocalist, and she said, "Hey girls, love what you're doing. Hugs from us here in Cornwall, UK." Oh, Dope. the UK, across the pond. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. Shout out to you, Vegan Vocalist. Thank you for your comment. We love that you enjoyed the episode. Yes. Thank you for listening. Yes. Always thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yay. So guys, drop us a review, subscribe and all that. Yes. Log, log on to Apple mm-hmm. Apple Podcast. Yes. Leave a review. It's fairly, fairly simple on how to do so. And yes, yeah. rate us, review, yes. subscribe. I want to. All that good. I want to give a shout out to my coworker Jalissa because she listens every week very faithfully. Aww, shout out to we are yes, we're in her rotation for podcasts. Yeah. So oh. I, I want to shout you out and say that I appreciate you. Thank you for always listening. I appreciate it. Oh, we appreciate you. Yes. Dope, dope. Yeah, so that thank you. I'm going to meet Jalissa. You oh, will. Yeah. Yes, congrats to Kwana, new job. Yay. Yes, work buddies. Yay. Exactly. We'll it's be so crazy together. how things, you know, happen that way. But I'm really excited to have a new job, especially at the end of this year. Mm-hmm. You know, it's good to like go into a new year with something to look forward to and a new beginning. So I'm yes. excited. Welcome to the family. Thank you. Yep. Yes. So, oh. T, you got a question I hear. Mm-hmm. I got questions and I need answers. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about today? What's the question of the day? Question of the day has to do with ghosting. Mm. And if those of you who do not know what ghosting means <laughs> is when you leave someone on red and you don't respond. Like, they, they reach out to you. They call you. You just don't acknowledge them. You don't. They, they're not. You don't see them. You're a bird box to them, okay? <laughs> they do not exist. Bird They're box. not in your peripheral vision. Yes. And this is You're... after at once being in heavy contact with this person. Correct. Okay. Yes. Yes. So I want to know, 
I have a story to share my ghosting experience, mm. but I want to know, have either one of you ever been ghosted, one, or have ghosted someone? So share uh, your stories. Yes to both questions. Okay. Same, actually. Yes. So do you want to give us an example of one <laughs> of those questions? Um, well, to protect everybody involved. You ain't got to now. Yeah. <laughs> I, to no, um, I got you. <laughs> I will talk about myself. So, um, yes, there was a, uh, someone who I considered a friend at one point. Um, and this person was very, um, would call me occasionally, you know, just to kind of catch up, talk about what's going on in their life. And I started to notice that a lot of times that the conversation was very negative um, you know, there was always an, a problem or always something, always something, just whether it was this happened to me, this was said to me, this was done to me. I don't know how I feel about this. Like it was it was never a conversation just to be like, hey, how's it going? Let's catch up. It was always like, hey, girl, what's up? OK, so let me tell you what happened. Ooh. Mm. And after a while, it started to really weigh heavily on me because I didn't enjoy my conversations with this person anymore. I, mm-hmm. I didn't look forward to them because I knew it was always going to be like, oh boy, like what happened now? Right. Mm-hmm. What went on? Oh my goodness. I'm going to be sitting here for an hour, not getting a word in because right. I really couldn't, but right. just like listening to this, like someone kind of throw this emotional like baggage onto on, you, onto me. And this was when I was younger. So, you know, excuse the immaturity. For you um, not addressing the situation it. to not say, hey, you know, I know that we're friends, but it really makes me feel this kind of way when you just call and dump all this stuff on me. Like, I right. would really like to have a more positive interaction with you. You know, maybe we can go out together instead mm-hmm. of like mm-hmm. talking about all the bad things that happened when you went out with so and so. Like, right. let's go out together. Let's spend some time doing this. You know, maybe that would make you happier, you know, instead of. Not, you know, I wasn't in a place to be mature enough to say that. So I just literally stopped answering the phone and stopped texting back because I was just like, I just can't deal with it. Mm -hmm. Right. You were trying to protect your space. Yes. But that is is not the mature thing to do. Yes. And also someone who has been ghosted myself. Yes. I can say that it doesn't feel communicating isn't the mature thing. Communication is definitely key yeah well when you guys finish answering your question i will say um give you guys some examples of what you can say to people instead of ghosting them Mm, nice yes i have a list okay cool Mm -hmm. joey what's up what happened to you um so mine is very similar to you also this was in high school was a high school friend Mm -hmm. and everyone knew that we were like best friends like everybody knew that Mm -hmm. so but it was also a very similar situation where it was just an emotional dump all the time yeah and I was really only hit up like this person lived very close to us where we went to college, also went to school in the same city, never, ever visited. But mm. I was there like every other week. Yeah, that's not thing. fair. Yeah. You know that's what I mean? Yeah. And then when it was time to ask, like, you know, how come you don't visit? It was like, oh, like, you know, something was. Yeah, was it's like an up. excuse. I don't really want to. Exactly. Don't really have the time or none of that. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So after graduating college and all that, it was kind of like a dwindling thing. And there's other layers on top of that. 
but it was really just the more so when we did hit up each other every now and again um it was definitely like this is what i'm going through but not like this is what i'm planning on doing these are my goals these are my ambitions this is what we can work on together this is what you know something i want to accomplish or whatever it was just like my parents are annoying. I hate everything. Mm-hmm. I hate the world. Da, 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 da. And it's like you want to be there for someone when they're going through something emotionally. But if that's like their constant battle and it's yeah. kind of one of those things where this person doesn't or can't help themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, you know, you want to take on everything to help them. But after a while, it's draining. Yeah. It's very draining. It it's is one sided. It's one sided. And then, you know, at, from when you're in high school or middle school or whatever, you evolve. You become yeah. a you're, you guys are becoming your own growing into yourself and sometimes unfortunately that does mean growing apart mm-hmm. yeah so so yeah that was kind of like one yeah i would say that was a ghosting situation because it was like a situation where she's constantly hitting up like we should do this we should do that but i have to like prepare myself like mentally am i in the space to just listen to this yeah. person complain when it's like things that they could change or yeah. maybe it's something out of their control or whatever and so you yeah, just stopped answering I just after stopped. a while I yeah. stopped. I think the last the last time we spoke was like earlier this year. It was kind of like a check in because she was going through like a lot of things, and I was like, you know, I'm glad you're doing okay and everything, but just not like before. You just have yeah. different, you know, different things. You outgrow people. You outgrow people. And then on the mm-hmm. other end, I have been ghosted, and it's not fun. No, ghost it's not being fun. ghosted sucks. Yes, yeah. it does. Yeah, I have a yeah. ghosting date story. <laughs> not dating. It just has to do with the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. Um, recently I saw someone from my past on the street while I was, um, getting lunch with a coworker and I noticed it was him and I said, oh shit. (laughs) (laughs) And then this this person ghosted you. Well, well, we'll, I'll get to that. Okay. (laughs) So I was like, oh shit. And I was like, okay, please don't see me. Please don't see me. I just didn't want him to see me because I didn't feel like cute or I was like, this is not how I wanted to see you. Mm. I haven't seen you in years. Mm, mm -hmm. And we had a little ting. It was like a rooftop situation. So summertime. Summertime, Brooklyn. Okay, Um, got it. You know, the libations were flowing. (laughs) He, yeah, I won't go into all that detail. But, you know, we like kissed that night or whatever and then kind of like oh yeah we'll exchange information but it was just that night and then Mm -hmm. no follow-up no follow-up really it wasn't we didn't have like sex or anything like that but Mm -hmm. it was just like we shared a moment okay and he reminded me of my ex who i was with for a very long time he looks almost just like him Mm. so i kind of was like a little hesitant of going there i was like oh i was thinking about what people would think like oh she's obsessed with him Uh, why is she dating people that looks just like him so i was like let me stay so i wasn't that encouraged to um reach reach out to him either so anyways i see him i was like oh my god please don't see me please and then he tilts his head to the side and he's (laughs) like Oh my God! Come here! Hi! Hey. It's been so long. Hey, you're like, hey, it's hey, like, hey. <laughs> I was like, oh, why did you? <laughs> so I go over there, and um, he's with someone in, and they're talking, and he like, oh, I forgot his name, and my coworker's. With you me. forgot his name? Yes, and my coworker was with me, and she, he was like, oh hi, I'm so and so. I was like, oh thank God. Oh, yes. And I was like, do you remember my name? Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I didn't get mad because he didn't. Yeah. He he's like, like does it okay. begin with the N? I said, that ain't me. Yeah. <laughs> but then my coworker tried to help. She's like, it has N in it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so anyways, he's like, oh my God, how you been? I was like, I've been good. And then my coworker is asking a bunch of questions. How'd you guys meet? Whatever. Oh, okay. Anyways, long story short, 
I was like getting ready to leave to go back to work. And he's like, oh my gosh, please. Um, I don't have my phone. I left my phone upstairs, but like take my number. Like let's catch up. Mm. And I was like, okay. Like I gave him my phone so he could put his number in. Mm -hmm. And then I took the phone back and I'm walk. I said, okay, nice to you. Give him a hug. Bye. And he, as I'm walking away, he's like, make sure you call me. Like, make oh. sure you text me. Don't forget to text me. Okay. And I was like, I got you. I got you. Uh -huh. I'm going to text you. I'm going to text you. Uh -huh. So I, like, kind of lost track. Me and my coworkers talking. I was like, I'm so embarrassed or whatever. <laughs> and then I get to work, get caught up in work. Uh -huh. And then she says to me, it was like 5 o'clock at this point. Did you text him? Oh, like, my oh, God. Oh, shit. I forgot to text him. So I go to my phone and I text him. I said, hey, this is T. It was nice seeing you today. Uh, and that was it. Uh-huh. Can I tell you? No I, response? No response. Wow. I all this talk. What is what is happening? What was the point? No response? After all that? After all that, the hoopla, the Yo. show. Oh, my God. That's it's the same just, number. You're the one who stuck your head out Yo. to see me. And you didn't even text me back? Mm. That's, I think, I, I know for me personally, I feel like that's the worst part of being ghosted is especially when someone, you know, when you have something like that. Like he said, hey, 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 remember, text me. Let, let's exchange numbers. Give me your phone. I left my phone upstairs. Let me have your phone. Like, you didn't ask him to do that. Mm -hmm. I did not. You mm -hmm. didn't ask didn't for his number. I didn't give the energy like I wanted. Like, it, it, it's like mm -hmm. you didn't ask to exchange numbers or mm -hmm. like if someone pursues you and then they just ghost and it's like, yo, I didn't ask I didn't you. I didn't do nothing. That happened to me actually. Right? I didn't yeah, ask recently. you to like <laughs> be here. I didn't ask you to take me out you asked you, like you did like yeah. you did it and i would have been fine if we just high and by and then we were like right. oh, okay, it was it nice seeing you. Yeah. like i'll right. definitely see you around and just i would not have been offended but the exactly. fact that you gave me your number and asked me like more than once yes within like our don't forget mm -hmm. don't forget text me right yeah. or even if someone was like hey it was nice to see you End of story. Cool. That's it. it and then leave it where it is. Else. But then you leave up the hope or expectation, yeah. I guess, or whatever. Yeah. And I actually thought to myself for a quick second, oh, maybe I am now in the space to receive him. Got it. You, I, okay. I opened oh, my, yeah. I, the idea to the fact that I was in a space. Mm -hmm. that and, I, potentially, and, that, and then you get shut down and you're like, well, what the fuck? What is that? Can somebody respond in the comments and tell us what is that? <laughs> but what what is that? Like why it, why are you bothering me? But why <laughs> the act if you really did not want to right. talk to me? I mean, we could do hypothetically. Maybe he was nervous. He punched the wrong number. I don't let. I don't know. He we just didn't. Want but to but that's I also another you. part of ghosting that sucks. Is now you have all these theories running around in your mm. head as to why. Right. Like this what person happened? Getting a car and I feel like this I. Person... Yeah, and like, he works near happened? my job. Mm. I feel like I will see him again. Mm. Check him when you see him. And when I see him, I will give him the stankest look. Like, don't speak to me. And if he plays me yeah. and try to say, how come you didn't text me? I'm like, nigga. I never got your message. That's the yeah. best part. See, I'm the kind of person that I just pretend you don't exist. Yeah, I'm just going to keep walking. Like, you don't exist to me. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you want to go? You want to be Casper the Friendly Ghost? <laughs> Casper. Cool. You don't, then I don't see you. You're a ghost. <laughs> yes, you are now a ghost. Ghosting. I don't see you. Oh, that's the perfect way to ghost wrap it up. Yes. <laughs> ghost busted. Ghost busted. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so instead of ghosting someone, I have some, a few suggestions of things you can say to people mm -hmm. that you're not, if you're not interested, you're not interested. 
and having a conversation with them. So mm-hmm. I found this list on I Don't Do Clubs. You guys know I Don't oh, Do I Clubs. Oh, I love that website. Yeah, yeah. shout mm-hmm. out to I Don't Do Clubs. Mm-hmm. Um, they made a post about things you can say instead of ghosting. So first up, mm-hmm. hey, I had a nice time with you, but just don't feel the spark, period. Second one. Would you think that's rude? Would you grab that? I mean, it's honest, and it's to the it point. It is honest. It's to the point, yeah. yeah you're not like, trying to okay. engage in more and, conversation. And you would have to do that very fast. Very fast. Like, after the first date. Like, you would have to do that very quickly, so there's no, like, lingering. Got you. So yeah. they can really probably reflect, like, did we have a spark? No, maybe we didn't. We didn't. Yeah. Cool. Thank you for saving me mm-hmm. the energy and the time. Mm-hmm. Second, thanks for reaching out. I'm not interested in going on another date, but appreciated our conversation. Okay. Third, you really are wonderful, but I'm going to pursue other connections. Hmm. Okay. I realize I'm not ready to date. Wishing you all the best. These all sound like responses you give after a first date, which doesn't correlate with the definition we gave of ghosting. You know what I mean? Right. So I I guess this is... People get ghosted after a date. So would you consider, because there's dates you go on where you let it fizzle out, but is that considered fizzling out or is that a ghost as well? I think that's a term of ghosting, too. Yeah. Okay. On the next one, I have a lot going on in my life right now. And no, I'm not able to prioritize a relationship. So these are all relationship based. Mm. And then the last one. Thank you for a nice date. I didn't feel a strong connection. So don't think it was right to go out again. So these are all date related. I mean, ghosting instead of ghosting. Yeah. I think you can also tailor this to the situation. So like even if you've been like, talking to somebody for a minute if after a while you're like eh, it's not really for me you can say True. i don't have a spark like hey um you know i really appreciate the time we spend together mm-hmm. but you know like it like it said i'm not really in a space to date right now or mm-hmm. um i just really need some time to for myself some like just something instead of like somebody reaching out and then you just literally don't respond like yeah. what is that just say just, just say it because at the end of the day, if someone tells you that they're not in the space to date and then you guys continue to talk to each other, when things kind of go awry, it's like, well, you did tell me. So, yeah, that's exactly. a choice I made it's to like, continue to but you, yeah, you whatever. can't be like, hey, well, you, he never said that or she never said yeah. it. But it's like, no, if someone actually does say, hey, this is how I'm feeling right now. What can you do? That's how you feel. OK, you, yeah. you just have to be like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being. Thank you for your honesty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to challenge myself to not make things fizzle out either Mm. just be direct with people so they understand because that unknown is 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 unsettling yeah okay so let's move on to our segments first up is joey with a dose of dopeness all right drip 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 so as always i'm going to explain what my segment is so those of you who are just jumping in for the first time you know exactly what i'm talking about here So for my segment, A Dose of Dopeness, I'm featuring um, really dope creatives who are doing some really dope shit, utilizing music somehow. Don't necessarily have to be a musician. Most of them, most of my selections are not musicians, actually. And um, yeah, you're just doing something really cool. You love music and you've decided to incorporate it into your business or whatever you've created somehow. So today's feature for A Dose of Dopeness is a music app by the name of Single Serve. This is co-founded by three people, Kyle Woods, Jojo Yang, and Clayton Blaha, and their iOS developer, Patrick Aub. 
So Single Serve is a music-driven cause marketing platform that allows musicians to directly fundraise charities by using their music singles. So the way it works, they partner with the artist and deliver the artist deliver one single per week that they want to feature. So if they have a collection of maybe 10 or 20 or however, you know, I'm sure it'll be hundreds of artists, they'll rotate the artist by week. So say Chance the Rapper has an exclusive song that he wants to release. He'll he'll exclusively release it first on single serve and they'll run that for a week. Um, And then the next week they'll feature something else. But every time it gets played, um, it'll collect points basically to go towards a charity of the artist choice. Oh, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. So for every stream a user plays on single serve, they donate over two times more than Spotify to the organization of the artist choice. Each musician has a unique story around why they are choosing to represent a to, re, to represent a cause with their exclusive singles, which the fans who are interacting with the app also see. So say that you are someone who's like a dog lover, a pet lover, and you want to make sure that um, the charity that you're helping to donate to mm-hmm. goes to something along those lines. You can go through the selection to see which artist supports a similar cause. Mm. So yeah, so that's my feature. The app is called Single Serve. Um, so check it out. I think that's really, really cool, really innovative. Is thinking. This, sorry, is this app going on now? Like, is it? It's up on and right running? now. It's on iOS only right now. Okay. So it's just for iPhones. Let me actually get the actual website. So you can see it because I have it up. All right. So if you want to check it out, that is singleserve.org, and that is s i n g l e s e r v dot org, and they have all the information on there and how you can use their app. And it is on the App Store. I have not used it myself to fully go through it and see how um, how user-friendly it is for the fans. But it sounds like a really, really great cause. Why not? Yeah, I think more celebrities, not celebrities, musicians should promote something like that. Of course. Um, and encourage their listeners to stream their music that way. Um, of course. It's really, really cool. Just, just to give back. You're doing yeah. it already. You're already mm-hmm. listening multiple times a day. Yeah. Why not listen and give back? at the same time because you know it's going for a good cause absolutely and i think like behind the scenes they did say they do over two times more than spotify so my assumption is that spotify also does something similar okay but um i think it's good to have it at the forefront so Mm -hmm. we know and we're aware of what's happening so maybe the fans maybe they want to tune into that app specifically because they know that it's going to a charity Mm -hmm. versus not being aware that it's going on behind the scenes so yeah, I think it's yeah. really, really dope. Yeah, especially those songs that are like created just for those sort of charitable moments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, that would work well. Like like definitely put it on single serve and then you can start building um, you know, money towards that charity immediately. Yeah. Girl. That's really cool. I always try to think of ways that I can give back. Mm-hmm. And I think this is a great way, a great opportunity to do that. For so, sure. Yeah. That's cool. People just doing their yeah. damn thing. Christmas with is music. coming, so you know this is a know, yeah. If you feel yeah, it's just people season. To like people like to volunteer and stuff and give back. Time, mm-hmm. you know? yeah. I was thinking like even for my thirtieth birthday, I'm just like, damn. I feel like I don't do enough volunteer work mm-hmm. or just like freely giving. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, giving work. So I want to make that. I want to challenge myself to that for the next year to come, 2020. Nice. Of maybe do, um, volunteering my time freely, whether it's once a month, every other month, yeah. or just something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doing more. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's my segment. Single Yay. serve. Single nice. serve. Everybody check them out now. Quana, how you going to upgrade us this week? <laughs> well, for my segment, uh, let me upgrade you. 
Um, this went hand in hand with some of the, you know, the conversations that we usually have when it's just, you know, the three of us sitting mm-hmm. somewhere in a car <laughs> or something like that. Kikiing. Kikiing, talking, catching up. Um, so I really wanted to talk about platonic friendships and how having more platonic friendships with the opposite sex can help upgrade your life. Hmm. Um, I was thinking about my platonic <laughs> friendships and I realized I don't have many guy friends like I, really? I had a lot in college mm-hmm. and high school but now that I'm you know I'm working and I'm I spend a lot of time at home and mm-hmm. with my family so the friends that I do have are like people I've had a long a long time like you guys like people I've known for a long time so I don't really have any new friends so like no new friends really no new friends much no me. new friends no new friends no 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 exactly <laughs> um but I was like you know it would be nice to have more guy friends. Yeah. I like the perspective of, you know, like, you know, how they, how guys think. Yes. Um, the things that they offer in terms of conversation and like understanding maybe guys a little bit more through my guy friends. I think that's really valuable. So I was thinking, you know, how many people have like really good long term platonic friendships? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, definitely. So that is, you know, my upgrade. I was like, oh, I think that would be a great way to kind of learn a little bit more about each other in a way that doesn't involve dating or romantic relationship. So I went online and did a little bit of research and studies do show that platonic friendships are great for, you know, for just your life. So they uh, describe platonic friendships as strictly non-sexual. Mm. No, yes. no unrequited love. So no, like one person has feelings and the other one doesn't. Like no unrequited no love. No situationships. No situationships. <laughs> no friends with benefits. Past, no past uh, relations. Um, I mean, maybe they didn't specify, but. Okay. Just strictly non-sexual is what it said. Mm-hmm. So an okay. actual friend. So not someone you're, try- you're trying to get with, not someone that you may possibly get with, mm-hmm. or you're just waiting for them to be over the friendship so you can get with them. Like truly non-sexual friendships. Yes. And you can be friends with someone of the opposite sex and not be attracted to them you definitely can yeah and not sleep with them and not flirt with them and not do all the things that i will say i think it depends on the person in terms of the person that i want a friend because if i have a male friend who may look a certain way (laughs) i mean but i think i'll be upfront about it you know or whatever but it just depends but but honestly i think attraction can be very um i guess like subjective yeah subjective and touch and go Mm -hmm. i think I, there are plenty of friends who I think are beautiful or attractive just personally. Would I even go there with them? No. You know what I mean? So I think it really depends on the relationship. Because sometimes you do have friends who might find each other attractive. Mm-hmm. And maybe they flirt here and there. That's not platonic. That's that's what I'm saying. That's, yeah. what, that's what that, I'm like, saying. That's not platonic. Like, that's that's, 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 <laughs> that's why I'm like, like okay, that's, that's crossing by a, definition. A line. That's not platonic. That's, this is why I need them because I mean, exactly. <laughs> so that's of, my homeboy. Is it? Yes. That's not my friend. That's my homeboy. Oh, got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> well, so we're talking all about the times you done said homeboy. We know what to think. I see. I see. <laughs> we're li- Go back we're and listening. listen to those. Exactly. Ah, don't listen. <laughs> yes. So 
Yeah, definitely platonic friendships of the opposite sex are important. So some pros and cons. Some pros is you have an actual friend. Friendships, mm-hmm. you know, are important. Um, you learn communication skills. Ooh. So uh, communication with the opposite sex. Yeah, communication so with the opposite sex. Some people don't know what to say or they don't know how to talk well when it comes to somebody of the opposite sex. So this can give them a chance to be in a space where they can talk freely, have some fun, laugh, and not feel uncomfortable. So it helps with communication skills as well. There is also, um, you learn a lot about the opposite sex. So maybe you have a question, hey, why do guys do X, Y, Z? And then you can True. ask your guy friend and they can say, oh, I do well, that all the time. Yes. <laughs> See, that's why I need guy friends in my life because I don't have anybody to ask these questions to. Yeah. <laughs> I have... I have uh, I have a couple of guy friends and not homeboys. <laughs> <laughs> guy friends. Guy friends. True friends. Uh-huh. It's so funny. Uh, one of my friends. <laughs> I'm like, look at like, how she's going to work. I know. I don't know. They might be listening. But one of my friends is like, oh, you have a lot of guy friends. That's crazy. Like, mm. what's going on there? Are Not everybody's your friend. So everybody... Uh. In the separate friends group, they're like, mm, that's T's friend, quotation mark. Oh. But they don't ever believe me when I say those are my friends. Okay. How, see, in my head, they're my friends. Uh huh. Sometimes they like, <laughs> Y'all I, can see my I, face. I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'm like, where's she going with this? You mean no. the, I'm, the unrequited thing that Kwana's talking about? The like one sided? The unrequited thing, like a one, like somebody they may got have feelings, feelings that you don't you, have or maybe your you're head, not aware. Because if you're thinking that's your friend, you don't have any idea that they have these feelings for you until other mm-hmm. people observe their so, actions. So that's not platonic. That it's is not unrequited. Yes. Yes. I will say, though, when it comes to guy-girl relationships, I feel like other people project yes. what yes. they can potentially see, which your then... Friends. That is part of the con. That is part of the con list. I think that then... Oh, well, go into the con list. Well, yeah, finish your list. I'm yes. sorry. Well, um, just the rest of the pros, they can be a wing person for you. They help call out bad behavior in relationships and they help give support to your good behavior. Um, And then cons, somebody may catch feelings. People think you're dating, even if you're not. Yes. And the last con, jealousy from a current partner. So you may... Mm. So you may be with someone and, you know... These are my friends. And they're like, why you got so many guy friends? You know, Mind why are you always hanging out with your guy friends? Mind like, your business. Why are y'all so close? You know, there Mind might. the business that pays you. <laughs> there might be some of that. Um, but what's cool about, you know, this whole friendship thing is that Bumble, which is the dating app, they, oh, yeah, have, yeah. they have three different modes now. Mm. So Bumble is the dating mode. Then there's Bumble BFF. For friends, so you can go on and if you want, I can also go meet girlfriends. Yes, yes, you can go to Bumble BFF. That's where I'm like, I like that. And you can meet friends, like like, that's just strictly for finding new friends or friend groups or whatever. And then there's Bumble Biz, which is for networking and business. They're fucking smart. Let me just say that they're smart. Right? Sign me up. So if you're looking for, I was like, maybe I should go on Bumble BFF and say, I'm, I'm in need of some guy friends. I wonder what would happen. Maybe I'll do that as like a social experience. But then I wonder how many people will sign up for that with the wrong intentions. I mean, yeah. I guess you, you just don't leave. know. Yeah, you don't know. I mean, people sign up for dating with the wrong intentions, <laughs> you know, yeah. so. 
We'll see. Yes, yes. But I think having friends of the opposite sex, especially while dating, is very refreshing. And getting their perspective on dating is refreshing as well, too, because you may be overthinking a lot of things. Yes. They can kind of put you at ease in that aspect. And then you can observe their dating life and how they treat women or treat their spouse or whoever they're into and kind of learn from the background like mm, okay I would not have ever done that or xyz in the third I have some male friends that are attractive I'm not attracted to them and they are by no means attracted to me how you know I just know <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> it's just an understanding got I just you. don't uh-huh. think maybe they don't Maybe they're not attracted to my... Well, who cares what Whatever. they don't think yeah, they yeah, think about true. me. But that's not the kind of relationship you have. That's not the kind of... It's strictly platonic friends. We And we all go out, we have a good time, and it's nothing. Nobody wants nothing from anybody. Mm-hmm. So I think it's very refreshing to have that. And also, if you're in a relationship with someone and they don't respect that you have friends of the opposite sex, then I don't think that's a good thing either. As long as you have friends that respect your boundaries in terms of your relationship, I think it's okay to keep your friends because remember, your friends of the opposite sex or friends in general will be there after the relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think, uh, Joey, you brought this up earlier and you talked about Jordan Sparks and. Oh, yes, yes. So recently, um, Jordan Sparks, her husband, um, he made a post about one of his really good friends, maybe his best friend, I believe. And she's a girl. And he made this long post about, you know, how great she is and how she's been there for him for everything. And onlookers, spectators, mm-hmm. people who are looking from the outside, mm-hmm. were commenting under his picture, tagging Jordan, like, you need to get your husband. Are you okay with him? Or comfortable with him talking about another woman in this manner? This is a post that he should have wrote about you, not about some other woman. And then Jordan fired back, basically saying, my husband or anyone really having a friendship with the opposite sex is healthy or just friends in general, good friends. And she's like, I know this person. I've known this person. I've hung out with this person. This is a great person. This person means well when they're together. Like, you know, she's like, I want my husband to have really good friendships and anyone should be happy to know that they're their partner or whatever is surrounded by good people. So she's basically like, I'm comfortable with this. Y'all need to chill. Mm-hmm. It ain't that deep. Mm-hmm. So I kind of, I love that perspective. I do. And I feel like when it comes to people in relationships, I think if I was with a partner and if they have girlfriends, I wouldn't mind if he's making new girlfriends, I would just need to know like where they come from. Yeah. That's, that's so I, I mean, I'll trust him of course, but like, what was that interaction for you guys to like spin this off? Is this someone you were hitting on, interested in? What is the backstory with that? Mm-hmm. Someone that's popping into your life from the past, just like things like that. I would just need to know, but I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't mind. And I think, uh, I know for me, what's what I feel is uh, important as far as you know, your current partner having friends of the opposite sex i think or or even just yourself having friend like true friends of the opposite sex i think it helps build a respect for the opposite sex outside of dating i think a lot of times people only know how to relate to like sometimes men only know how to relate to women or women only know how to relate to men if they want to date them mm. you know that is that's a really good point it's really like I want to date this person, but they don't. It, it's like weird. It's like when it's someone that you are interested in in that way, 
then you have this sort of like reverence or respect for them. But then it's like a man who you want nothing from. Sometimes women can be a little mean Mm. or vice versa. You know, sometimes men are really like nice or semi-nice to the women Mm -hmm. that they want to date. But then if it's like a woman who you don't care about, it's like you treat them like crap. And I That's think this, this will help build more respect just for people in general, whether you're dating them or not, whether you're friends with them or not. It's, you know, I think it's important. Yeah, I think it's weird if, like, if I meet a guy and I'm like, do you have, like, friends who are girls? Like, a guy who has no friends who are girls? You know what I mean? Like, at you least question one. that. Well, I would just be like, I mean, I, I don't know any guys who don't have any girlfriends. Would you think that's the same? Because we're talking from the perspective of being women mm-hmm. who don't have many guy friends. So is that the same from each angle? Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's important to be around all kinds of people. Like, you know, like when I was thinking about myself, I was like, you know, I don't really have many guy friends. Like at work, you know, usually at work, you know, there's, you know, the guys there. So that those are like my guy friends because mm-hmm. those are who I'm around all day, every day. We talk to them, we go to happy hour, we have lunches. Like, I I consider those my guy friends. And I was thinking of, like, outside of work, Mm -hmm. what guys do I hang out with or talk to? And I'm like, I don't have many. I should go looking for some guy friends. I think it's important (laughs) to have that kind of relationship. Um, Yeah. Those. You should yeah get you some guy friends. They're very low maintenance. They don't need you to <laughs> except I mean except for Joe. Joe is Joe is like my guy friend. <laughs> Joe oh Joe yeah yes. Joe, Joe. Joe is my husband. Yeah. <laughs> At least, and that's what everyone thought. You guys went on a trip and everyone's like your husband and you're like who is your yes. husband? Like, oh, him. I went out with Joe last weekend. We went out to dinner. Hey Joe. It was very romantic. Yes, we do. But we're not together. To add on to that real quick, what type of what type of approach, I guess I can say, would the opposite sex need to have so that you are aware that this is a platonic relationship? Because I was having this conversation with one of my girlfriends and she was talking about the guy friends that she has and kept around and one of her really closest guy friends, it started off, they met on like a dating app. Mm. And the intention initially was for them to date. But after their first date, they realized, like, we just over here kikiing. We're not really mm. on that in that way. We're mm-hmm. just kikiing. And now that's one of, like, her closest friends. Mm, nice. So, so that I was very like organic. Organic. But I feel like a lot of times when it comes, like, think about the male friends in your life. How did you guys, I guess, init- initiate the friendship? Was it on a platonic level? Or did it start off at something and then just fade into a friendship? I'm gonna look at you because you got the most. <laughs> well, I mean, the guy friends that I do have are like from high school. Mm, okay, so okay. it started out as literal friends. Instead of being at work all day, you're at school all day. Yeah. So, so or okay. even at work, you know, at work. I mean, some people go to work to date, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't really do that. But it's you know, it's you go to work and you know, there's a sense of professionalism mm-hmm. you know because you you are at work you have your body like you're being yeah. watched you know like even if you might see someone at work and you're like oh they're kind of cute but what if everyone you know how some of us got like work boyfriends work husbands some people do some people do but and i find that kind of funny it's funny some people do but 
That could also just be something platonic that you joke about. Right. That's usually what it is. Yeah. yeah it's like it's funny. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, but some people do take it there and find their husband at work. But then at that point, it's outside of work is when it starts to turn into something right, else. Right. Right. What are your thoughts, for, for me, a couple of the guy friends that I've met, I knew right right away that they were not interested in me when they say, oh, tell me about your homegirl. I'm like, whoo, mm, you don't yes. want me. Okay, whoo, I could be friends. And like, he had no interest in me. Got he you. wanted to know about my homegirl. Got you. Or when guys talk to me about other women, I know yes. that we are on a even playing field. Yeah, He don't want nothing from me. I don't want nothing from him. I'll gladly give him advice. Mm-hmm. So when when you're that comfortable with me, I know that is strictly platonic. That's okay. an indicator for me. Okay. And when I talk to you about other men, you should know that yes. I'm not interested in you. Okay. However, yes. when I do not talk to you about my escapades <laughs> and who I'm dating and who I'm interested in, then as a guy, if you don't know, that's an indication that I may. So that's the sign. Be into you like a not, little. Yeah. A little or may not be or have something there, but I don't know what it is. OK. Yeah, because I have a guy friend. which Yeah. Mm, that you guys know <laughs> that we do not uh-uh. talk about. We've I brought it up like, oh, we should talk about the people we see. <laughs> Why would you do that, girl? She was testing to see what level they was at. The <laughs> no, and not level. I just want to I wanted to <laughs> I just wanted to. Get over it. Like, we talk about everything. Okay. Except so let's that. talk about this, too. That's and okay. we can't. Yeah. I've tried. What was the response when you said that? Well, I was like, so can we? So, because it was awkward between us. And I was like, can we get over it? So, I was like, okay, so does this mean I could talk to you about my dating life? And then... I said, because it's he hilarious. Said, no. And then he was like, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, you can. Is it that? It's that funny? Your your stories are that funny? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Ask me if I told him about anything. Uh, no. Nope. Ask me if he's asked. Nope. He'd ask me one question. Like, he, was like, he was like, oh, they're that funny. You want to talk? Okay. Uh, uh, he's like, LOL, they that funny. But he mm-hmm. just kind of like shut it. I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. And he's never told me anything about his. So it's just like this unspoken thing that we don't talk about. But I, I think. Sorry, Quanta. Mm, no, I just no. feel like with that, though, it's slightly different because we know for a goddamn fact it ain't platonic. So. Yes. <laughs> what, the friendship? Yes. yes. Not on whose part? On the what, bitch, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like. Uh, bitch. <laughs> I'm just like. Uh, bitch. <laughs> Just I'm sorry, both of y'all niggas. Connor, what were you gonna say? I'm sorry. Well, I was gonna say I have a story actually. Yes. So I went out on a first date with this guy in college. I think I was just we'll call him Sean. Yes, we'll call him Sean. That is not his name, but we'll call him Sean. (laughs) And um, he was nice, and he wanted to take me to a restaurant with like in the area of the school. And I was like, okay. So I remember getting ready. I was with you guys. I was getting ready. It was like during the day. It was Mm -hmm. like maybe afternoon, like Mm -hmm. four. Yep, three, four. Um, so we sit down at the restaurant. It's a really cute place. We're like the only two people in there, and we're just talking. And, you know, you just small talk. You're getting to know each other. So I'm like, oh, like, what are you studying? Blah, blah, blah. You know, we're just talking. He's really nice. And he starts telling me about his ex-girlfriend and how they work together and she's not nice to him and he doesn't know why. And, like, he basically went on for a good, like, hour. 
So he's talking about his ex-girlfriend. And after a while, I'm like, in my head as he's talking, I'm like, he still cares about this woman. Mm. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I started giving him advice about his ex-girlfriend. So he's like, yeah, you know, she says this and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, why don't you try this? You know, maybe she's just not listening to what you're saying because you're, you're saying it in this way. Maybe mm-hmm. if you try it this way. So half the date ended up me giving him advice on how to speak and talk to his ex-girlfriend. So he went in I for was a fine session. With. <laughs> exactly. Which I was fine with because I'm, you know, usually, in, especially on a first date, I'm really open to what this could be, whether it's something platonic or whether it's something romantic i don't know i'm Mm -hmm. just here just meeting this person so after a while i was like he's cool as a friend but i wouldn't go out on another date with him like he still is hung up on his ex clearly Mm -hmm. and i told him i said you know this was really nice thank you for you know the lunch and whatever i was and he was like cool i'll see you around all right so i thought we were on the same page right i see him while i'm at work on campus and I see him and he's like so when are we going out again and I'm like um Sean like (laughs) you just you were I just gave you advice on your ex-girlfriend and all this stuff like huh and he's like yeah like when are we going out again and I'm like and I'm like, I thought we were on the same page. <laughs> You're not on this. You need to read him the ghosting. Yes. I had a good time, yes, but I needed that. <laughs> there I was no that. spark. <laughs> I needed that. Yeah, I was like, so I just kind of was like, ha 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 ha. You're so funny. Oh, Sean. Yeah. Oh, Sean. But yeah, it was definitely something that thought could be romantic, and it definitely turned into a platonic thing. And then after that, I guess when he got the hint that mm-hmm. we weren't going out again mm-hmm. then we would just see each other hey what's up how's it going what you doing oh i'm about to go to class da, da, da. it became a platonic thing but Got yeah you. Mm-hmm. all right that's funny i have stories for days to be okay well thing. but yes <laughs> thank you for letting us know how to upgrade our lives yes. so the way we're gonna upgrade platonic friendships and if yes. you need some help bumble bff and we are not getting paid to say this <laughs> we should we can though we should. Bumble, holla at me. we are not getting paid to say this but you know there are sites and you know maybe some networking exactly. maybe some people at work like you know you never know who exactly. you might be and i'm i'm a strong believer in energies and sometimes i just need some male energy yeah yeah and it doesn't have to be any sexual way yeah, definitely. It could just be male energy. Like having some fun, you know, like drinking a beer and watching a game. I don't know nothing about the game, and I'm going to leave you alone because I know you want me asking no questions. Yeah. But at least we're here, and it's, you know, I think, especially being, you know, women, I think sometimes guys can offer a perspective that I don't have mm-hmm. or my other, you know, women friends don't mm-hmm. have. So, it's you know, it's nice to be around that kind of energy. That's on my to-do yeah. list, so... We all need to make at least one new male friend by sometime. I don't know. (laughs) By the new year. So T, what do we have for your segment? Let's go behind the lyrics. Yes, yes. So behind the lyrics. So for those of you who do not know, every episode I dig deeper in the lyrics. Because sometimes the lyrics have something to say and we need to hear it. And we need to receive it. Yes, lyrics. So <laughs> as the holidays are approach, uh, approaching us, especially Christmas is on its way. We are now in December. I was thinking about my favorite Christmas songs. And one of my favorite songs is All I Want for Christmas. 
is by Mariah Carey is one of my favorite mm-hmm. songs. And I think it is safe to say that that song is now a classic. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. The song. Definitely. Yes. The song came out in 1994 and fun fact about this song at the time, Mariah was very hesitant because she was early in her career. She did not want to do a music album. She didn't feel like she was seasoned enough. Hmm. She wanted to be creative and she felt like she had more albums to come out before she did a Christmas album. However, her husband at the time, I think it's Tommy. She was married Tommy in 94? Yes, yes. Tommy Matola. How old was she? She 94, I'm mm. not sure. Oh, wow. Maybe she was in She's her very 20s, young. Early 20s? Yeah, she's very very mm. young. Um, or something? but he encouraged know. her to do it. Mm-hmm. And it was a great idea. So the whole time she was recording the her Christmas album, she had a Christmas tree in the studio to <laughs> help her be in the spirit of Christmas. Yeah, I love that. And I would love to say, it's safe to say that this song, I think it made it to number two on Billboard this year, mm. Top 100, just, I think, in November. Hmm. So, and because of this song, she is making buku money in mm-hmm. residuals. She uh, she re-released the song on a couple albums. Again, Christmas album. She produced a movie. She has a book. They basically call her the Queen of Christmas. There's a book for, about Christmas? Yeah, uh-huh. she has a movie. A movie? A kid's movie. Yeah. A kid's about movie. Christmas? Yeah, yes. she plays Mariah. She's, yeah. a ki- she's a little cartoon. You didn't know? I did not know and this. she saves Christmas. She does. Uh-huh. So she's the opposite of the Grinch. She is. Okay. Yeah, this Mariah is, this is our new It's a cute movie, too. Is it? Yeah. That and came out recently? Pre- I think oh. maybe last year yeah. or something. Oh. And she produced movies, so... She's smart. She's she's making buku she's coin, smart. and she around this time every year, everyone thinks of Mariah Carey. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. What a <laughs> great so marketing! Way. She does a lot of the holiday specials. She's always singing the song. Mm-hmm. Every department store that you go to store, yes. it's playing every playlist. Christmas movies, movies Christmas in the view, background. You need that on there. Yes, that's I mean, all you- what movie was that? That really, that British movie that everyone loves around Christmas. Where the little girl sang All I Want for Christmas is You at the end. Kira Knightley's in it. Oh, Love Actually? Yes. Yes. Oh. Such a great movie. Such and a great you movie. You know, the, the girl sang All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey mm-hmm. during the talent show, well, the Christmas show or whatever that the kids put on. Yeah, she yeah. is like the queen of Christmas. And then on her Instagram, she'll have photos of her with yeah, the Yeah, she is. She she celebrates every holiday. Yeah. And to make to take the song to another level, like in 2011, she re-recorded the song as a duet with Justin Bieber. So she keeps wow. it present. Know that she keeps it fresh. Yes. Wow. And then she did a show on Jimmy Fallon, and she had kids join her singing the song Aww. as well. And Recently, in 2015, in a book, she talked about the longevity of the song, and I'm going to share the quote. When I wrote All I Want for Christmas is You, it was a dream for it to become a classic Christmas song. I am so proud of the song's impact as it continues to create memories for fans each year. I am thrilled to be able to bring the story of the song to new generations of families with this picture book. So that's the book that she wrote, and she's reintroducing it Mm -hmm. so i wanted to share some lyrics for you because the gist of the song is not 
wanting materialistic things. She doesn't want any presents. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want anything tangible. All she wants is her her lover or her love or some cases her family mm-hmm. all she wants for christmas is you and i think as the holiday season comes people lose sight of that yeah. especially mm-hmm. with black friday and shopping and spending all your money mm-hmm. but the real reason behind christmas is for you to spend it with your family and if you're religious it's the you know celebrating christ's birthday so that's mm-hmm. what should be the main focus so i wanted to go behind the lyrics so in the song, she says, I don't want a lot of Christmas. I mean, I don't want a lot of Christmas. <laughs> I don't want a lot for Christmas. There's just one thing I need. I don't care about the presents underneath the Christmas tree. I just want you for my own more than you could ever know. Make my wish come true. All I want for Christmas is you. So a contributor on Genius says, many people think consumerism is destroying c- Christmas. People are focused solely on buying and receiving more things instead of the true meaning of Christmas, family, or if you're Christian, Jesus. Even the UK number one single during the week of Christmas is a big deal in today's society. Meanwhile, Mariah's having none of that. Ironically, this song is her best selling in the UK, but her wish isn't for iPhones or Beats headphones. It's for her lover to be with her for Christmas. So that is how one of the contributors at Genius interpreted the song. Mm. So I wanted to talk to you guys about what do you think about consumerism with Christmas? Mm. <clears throat> I think it's, oh God, I was just having this conversation too with my family. We just came off of Thanksgiving. So we were talking about Black Friday and it's kind of like, you don't get a break. You're spending all this time with your family and before the night even ends, Black Friday's here. Mm-hmm. And they're already they're already jumping like, December's not even here yet, but they're already prepping us for Black Friday for our Christmas gifts. So we don't really get a break to really soak in Thanksgiving because it's already clouded with all the promo for Black Friday mm-hmm. instead of just like spending the quality time with your family. And it's very strategic. It's a really huge marketing strategy. And I agree with you and I agree with the song and what the reviewer said. I think the real reason, the real meaning behind Christmas is taken away um, by all of these things that we need to buy and mm-hmm. yeah I, I wish they promoted more family time than mm-hmm. buying buying things. things so real quick so we all know that toys r us went away i hear they're coming back now yeah but yeah, toys r us opened went away. up in Paramus. oh already yeah nice mm-hmm. but it's like a t- it's like smaller like smaller more store? like a pop-up got you so with Toys R Us, I know you guys remember growing up, Toys R Us sends that catalog. You Yo, circle that what you big want. Ass catalog. You circle what you want. Yeah, and it's it like a hundred pages. So Amazon swooped right into that. They're yeah. like, all right, Toys R Us is no more. They came out with their own catalog, which they sent out, I believe, like two months ago. Yeah. And wow. it's literally that. And on each page, they have a QR code where if a kid wants this, they can just circle it, circle the page, give it to their parent. Their parent scans it and it sends them right to the link to go purchase the item. Wow. And then the kid could add it to their wish list or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking like, damn, like, I mean, it's a smart business move. Like, mm-hmm. great. You know, you're filling in that void mm-hmm. that Toys R Us was filling for us growing up in our generation. Yeah. And the first thing they do is swoop right in and revamp that their own way to make sure they're on top of that. They're not losing that feeling mm-hmm. of the kid being like, oh, mom, this is what I want mm-hmm. with that magazine. That's, you know, consumerism at its best right there at Amazon. Let's not even get started. Like consumerism yeah. king. Okay, like yep, crazy. Yes. Um, I feel that you can choose to participate or not. Mm. 
So I know a lot of people, you know, they feel that Christmas has turned into just a shopping thing. And it has. And I know personally, I I like, I am a gift giver. I like thinking of gifts. Mm-hmm. I am more comfortable giving than receiving gifts. Mm-hmm. I usually think about what I'm going to get for other people before I think about what I want. Uh, so I like throughout the year, I might be like, oh, ma, like, why don't you have this in the house? And she's like, I don't know. I don't have it. And then I like I immediately make a note in my head like, oh, I can get that for my mom for Christmas. Like, that's just how my mind mm-hmm. works. I do the same with my daughter. I mean, she's four, so she wants everything. <laughs> um, but I think about the things that she doesn't have or maybe something she might need. So it's not just about toys. It could be, you know, maybe she needs a new coat and I need to find her a better coat for the winter. So, you know, I try to think of it in that way. Like, not just something, not just shopping just to shop. Because the, you know, consumerism. (laughs) Yes, because consumerism. But if I'm in the store and this is on sale, she needs a coat. Cool. Now I can get a coat for 45% off. Great. Let me get it. Um, We don't really buy her a lot of toys throughout the year. I mean, grandparents will buy her little things here and there, but we don't buy her a lot of toys. So maybe she'll get a Barbie once in a blue moon, but for the most part, most of the stuff she gets is around her birthday and Christmas. That's usually when she gets toys or something that doesn't have anything to do with what she needs. Mm -hmm. Because she's always getting like, you know, she grew out of her shoes. I got to go get her some more shoes. She doesn't have any more T-shirts. You know, now it's getting cold. So I got to get some more layering pieces. Okay, now I got to go to the Gap and do that. Mm -hmm. So I tried to think of Christmas and even just birthdays, you know, the consumerism part in terms of what do people need. Right. So I'm not, I don't feel like I'm just spending money just because this is a cool item. Mm -hmm. Wow. Let me spend how much money, whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. On it. Uh, So that's how I try to approach it. I also try to remind myself that I don't have to shop. I can stay home. Mm -hmm. I don't have to be online. I don't have to buy anything on Black Friday. It's tempting because all I see is sale, 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 sale. But I don't have to buy anything. You don't. It's true. Yeah. So what do you think? What do I think about consumerism? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I, I definitely like the fact that this song does not promote it. And the Mm -hmm. fact that it, is a classic at this point it's safe to say so i think people really need to start listening to the music this song plays while you're shopping damn ain't that something (laughs) that's the irony so this song is playing while you're shopping but you ignore it you know it's something familiar but are you really listening to the lyrics and she's saying that all she wants for christmas is you she doesn't want anything Mm -hmm. don't get me anything i just want to spend time with you and i think people lose sight of that it's not all about giving all the time sometimes Mm -hmm. people just need time and to be honest i would rather spend time doing an activity or doing something with friends than getting something tangible and i think like Quana says you should just focus on getting stuff that you need but at the same time i like to use christmas to show people that i appreciate them Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so this is the one time i either pick a holiday either i go big on christmas and nothing on the birthday or I go big on the birthday and nothing on Christmas. Gotcha. But I just mm-hmm. like to show people that I appreciate them and I like to get them things that I think that they would need, like you said. Mm-hmm. So 
in this day and age, this song is perfect, and I wish people would, like I said, listen to the lyrics and really feel it and interpret it instead of doing the opposite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what I think. <laughs> yeah. And I think as human beings, I mean, we see it with the wave of social media. A lot of people just kind of go with what everyone else is doing. Right. So a lot of people have this sense of like FOMO when it comes to basically anything, yeah. I feel. So it's like you have FOMO when you feel like, okay, everyone's going out and getting this massive TV that they don't need. Oh, that's a good sale. Someone tells you there's a sale there, so you're going to go there. But right. you're really thinking like, I really don't need this, yeah. but let me just go because I don't want to miss out on this deal. Have you ladies so. ever been out for Black Friday? Like, I mean, those early morning sales, like open Never. at 4 a.m. Never. 4 a.m. I did do Black Friday once, but it wasn't that. We actually did it after Thanksgiving because some okay. places open yes, at like they 5 open, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, 5, 6 or whatever. So we did that one time. It was like maybe 8 or 9 at night, yeah. but that was about it. I've done the whole like going to a store at like 3 a.m. Really? And standing online. And What'd you get? In. Well, I went with my Nana. This was years ago in mm-hmm. South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And she was like, we got to go down to Walmart. And I was like, why? And she was like, well, <laughs> because there's this, um, like, we didn't come for the electronics. She was like, there's, what was she trying to get? There was like this couch thing that she wanted. And she was like, it's the only thing I want. And it's finally on sale for like 50% off. Mm. Um, Cause you know my nan is always like I'm on a fixed income, so she don't want to <laughs> she don't want to buy anything. Yes, but na- she said, yes, Nana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she was like, it's on sale. Come with me. So I was like, okay. So it looked like a little fold up chair, like a futon type of thing. Yeah, like a little futon, but it was like made of like really soft foam, and you can like fold it up and sit in it, or fold it down and lay on it. Um, she was like, I really want this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. So it was like 4.30 a.m. So we went out together, drove oh, to the Walmart. Geez. There was a little line, but most of the people there were trying to get electronics, like got TVs you. and, you know, radios and stuff. So everyone got a ticket. It was like, you here for a TV? Here's a ticket. You for a TV? Here's a ticket. So we wait online. Everyone has their cart. And when I say it was like A1 racing, that door <laughs> opened and it was like, boom, everybody starts running, right? So I'm running, 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 and the shopping cart gets caught between me and, like, another person. Like, we're stuck, right? Uh-uh. And my Nana's like, just run. I got the cart. Just run and go get the thing. So I so I go. I jump over the cart. I run, and she's, she's back there with the cart. And I'm like, Nana, it's up on the top shelf. I climbed no, the shelf. No, you didn't. Because I, did, I, was, I was small at that point. I climbed the shelf grab one of the last little chair thingies that she was talking about and we went right to the register pay for it and left wow that's wild but when i tell you everybody when they when that door opened the amount of people running to the electronics area was insane uh, insane you would have thought you would have thought it was like New York Stock Exchange floor with mm. the hands in the air and the tickets and the yelling and the shouting. This TV, that TV, da 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 da. Give me that box. Da, da. I remember there was in Crazy. the news this pregnant lady got trampled at yes. back, and I'm like, why are you? Why were you there? Wow. Okay. It's a lot. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, great episode. Yeah. We learned a lot today. We yes. learned consumerism. Platonic we learned platonic and ghosting and, ghost. and how you can. Donate to a charity while streaming. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, awesome. It's been V's from the Chicks. It's T. It's Joey. And Quana. And we out. We out. Bye. Bye.